Hi everyone, welcome back to Hands-Free Studying for the MBE, brought to you by Brainscape. These upcoming questions are related to the contract law topic, contract interpretation. Let's get started. Question one, define the parole evidence rule. The parole evidence rule bars admission of extrinsic evidence of prior or contemporaneous agreements or dealings that contradict or supplement the terms of integrated contracts. Question two, define an integrated contract. An integrated contract is one that the parties intended to be the final expression of their agreement. Question three, what is a partially integrated contract? A partially integrated contract is one that expresses the party's final agreement about some terms, but not all of the terms. Question four, what is a merger clause? A merger clause states that the contract contains the complete and entire agreement of the parties. A merger clause is evidence of total integration. Question five, what constitutes prior dealings for the purposes of the parole evidence rule? Prior dealings include oral negotiations and agreements made prior to the contract, as well as any written agreements prior to the contract. Keep up the good work, everyone. We're gonna take a quick study break to remind you that if you ever feel like you're behind, just remember that tons of law students aren't studying right this minute, but you are. Momentum and daily habits are everything, so keep it up. And let's get through questions six through 10. Question six, does parole evidence bar the admission of subsequent agreements? No, the parties can always modify the contract. Question seven, when does the parole evidence rule not apply? In other words, when can you introduce extrinsic evidence? You can introduce extrinsic evidence in a few different scenarios. The first is if the contract was only partially integrated. The second is if you need to show that the contract does not exist or was never formed. The third is you can introduce extrinsic evidence as a defense to enforceability. Fourth, to resolve ambiguities. Fifth, to prove a condition precedent. Sixth, to supplement or explain terms with evidence of either trade usage or past dealings. And remember, this is for UCC 2-202 sale of goods contracts only. And lastly, you can introduce extrinsic evidence to help the court interpret the contract by showing the party's subjective understanding of the terms. Question eight. What is the UCC's approach to extrinsic evidence? The UCC presumes that contracts are partially integrated, meaning they allow the addition of non-contradictory terms unless the parties would have certainly included them. And this is in UCC 2-202. 
Question nine. What are the four sources that courts use to interpret contracts? Courts look at one, the express terms, two, course of performance, three, course of dealing, and four, trade usage. Question 10. Rank the following from most important to least important for contract interpretation. Course of dealing, trade usage, course of performance, and express terms. First, for the most important, courts look at the express terms, then they look at course of performance, then course of dealing, and then least important, they look at trade usage. And that's the end of your 10 flashcard study round. To reach full mastery, remember to study in Brainscape. Our mobile and web app uses the latest in spaced repetition techniques, allowing you to optimize your study time and track your progress down to the finest detail. Of course, when you're driving, cooking, exercising, or otherwise unable to navigate the app, be sure to keep listening to the rest of this hands-free studying playlist. No matter what subject you're learning and what method you're studying it, Brainscape helps you rise to your challenge. Thank you.